0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Porta Hawken, he of the Hawken Garden Centre family, is on the line. Porrick,
1: good morning. Good morning, Pat. You could take your rage out on your roses, Pat, if you want it. Yep,
0: yeah, I'm told. Uh, get your your worst enemy to prune your roses, and it probably Absolutely. won't even be enough.
1: No, when, and this is the time of year as we come into February. It's the time for pruning roses back and I'm a great advocate for really giving them a good sharp cutting back so get out the secateurs and give your roses a really hard pruning over the next couple of weeks. So the perfect time of year to do that, particularly the hybrid teas, floribundas, the ground covering roses, they all really benefit from a good trimming back. The second thing to do is to clean off the bed, take off any weeds that might be present or any branches or tweaks, and then cleanse the bed with a dressing of winter wash. And winter wash pot is a liquid. We mix it in water. We apply it to the rose beds, fruit trees as well at this time of year. It's a good time for pruning fruit trees, and that helps to cleanse the stems of any overwintering pests and it leaves your roses and your fruit trees in tip top condition then for the following spring. And the feeding of roses starts once we get into the second week of March. So again, around St. Patrick's weekend, don't be tempted to feed them too early because we still get some heavy night frost right up to mid-March. But from March onwards, we'd feed our roses then once a month. And the lovely thing about roses is that if you plant one today, It's going to come into flower in June and it's going to flower right through until November.
0: Yeah. And some of the roses in our garden are just, they keep coming. They're still there.
1: All the way through,
0: no gaps. Just
1: keep on producing flowers. They keep flowering. Yeah. Once once you get mild weather, if you get a mild winter like we've had, you'd often have them flowering right through Christmas, right into the new year. But now is the time to give them a rest, prune them back and you start that process all over again.
0: Now, other things, uh, the birds will become, will be looking to nest very soon. So uh, some people will have hedges and shrubs that they want to trim back. Is it too late or can you still do it?
1: You can still do it up until the end of February, Pat. Um, and then the birds really are into their nesting period. So if you need to trim back some laurels, escalonia, any of your traditional hedgings, hedging plants, this is a really good time of year. Uh, tied them back. A neat trimming back is, is advisable. Any time through the month of February and then as we come into March, give them a dressing of fertilizer as well. In terms of the birds nesting, it's still important to continue to feed birds because they're building up the the fat energies for breeding, but also to clean out any nesting boxes or maybe put up a couple of new nesting boxes Mm -hmm. early in the season so they get used to them being in the garden before they start nesting. So do take care of our garden birds. And shrubs like budleas and hypericum, spireas, many of the summer flowering plants, fuchsias for example, they benefit from a pruning back in February. Hydrangea should be left until St. Patrick's end. leave those as late as possible but all the other summer flowering shrubs we prune during February
0: And the last question before we get to our listeners' questions is about new potatoes Uh, Love new potatoes When should they go down?
1: Well, they, the garden centres are full of them at the moment. So not, first of all, go out and select them because they are going to be scarce this year because because of the very wet autumn, potato growers found it very difficult to actually harvest the seed. So get your potatoes early was, is my advice, particularly the first early varieties. A couple that I really like, Sharps Express is really good, Duke of York, Home Guard. My favourite is Vitabella. And there's a lovely Irish variety this year called Irish Gold. It was Bred in North County, Dublin, renowned for its potatoes. It's got a beautiful flowery texture that all Irish people love. So look for that one, Irish gold. My advice is to buy them, sprout them, put them into a seed tray, put them into maybe a spare garage in a bright location. Get the buds initiated and then plant them out any time from the first week of March out of doors. And remember, Pat, you can grow spuds in pots and containers on your patio as well.
0: All right. Uh, questions coming in thick and fast. I have an embankment at the bottom of my garden where bushes and grass, etc. has rotted and turned into compost over the years. What could I grow in it? That's from Marie.
1: Oh, well, there's quite a lot, Marie. I mean, you're, you're talking about nearly the no-dig system where a lot of vegetable growers will use compostable material and simply put it on the top of the soil and plant directly into it. If it's a bank and slope, I would suggest, particularly if it's a sunny bank and slope, you could Consider some of the ground covering roses that I mentioned, the, the carpet roses. They will grow about 18 inches to two feet in height, but they'll spread up to a meter in diameter. And they come in seven different colors. But I would always recommend planting them in clusters of threes or fives of the same mm-hmm. color. And they'll literally carpet the ground. But also, you, there's lots of good ground covering shrubs as well, Pat, like ceanotus repens, which spreads up to two meters in diameter and grows to about a metre in height. My advice really would be to take a picture of that particular bank, bring it into your local garden centre, and they'll give you free advice on the types of plants that you can plant at this time of year. And Marie is picking a really good time of year. February's a great time to start replanting. Now,
0: now Kate wants to know how to prune a holly tree. I had solar panels put on my roof recently, but my very large holly is blocking part of it.
1: Yeah, well, the good news is that holly responds to to pruning back; it it will regrow again. So you can actually be quite severe with the pruning of holly. You can take up to a meter, a meter and a half, even two meters off a holly plant and it will regenerate again new growth will start again so feel free to prune it back this would actually be a good time of year to do that um, shorten it back by whatever it is necessary up to two metres trim back the sides as well give it a feed in March and it will respond by producing lots of new growth hollies are slow growing so it will produce probably six or eight inches of new growth this coming year mm.
0: uh, When do I cut back a hydrangea healthy big plant but it hasn't flowered for two years is that because it didn't get enough sun?
1: Well, hydrangeas will, will tolerate partial sun, Pat, but they do flower better in a bright, open, south-facing or, or west-facing aspect. So the better the sun, the better the, the hydrangeas go into flower. The second thing is that many hydrangeas were nipped in the bud in late spring last year. So the flower buds were actually damaged as we came into March. We got some late frost in March and April and hydrangeas suffered from that. The pruning, as I mentioned, is done the middle of March, St. Patrick's weekend. And if it's the old mophead hydrangeas, the, the popular ones, you're really just shortening back any mm-hmm. any shoots that flower this year. They're pruned back. Give it a go, good feed of a rose fertiliser and fingers crossed it should come into flower this year for
0: you now two similar problems I have a half an acre which is overgrown with uh, huge thistles and weeds it was previously a wild garden which only lasted one summer before being taken over by giant thistles is there a way to organically clear the area of thistles without digging it up as was done previously to plant the wild garden because I feel this disruption to the earth brought about the thistle problem that's uh, Ah, from from Grace and the other one I've just gotten a garden allotment yippee however it's got quite a few Dock leaves, some pretty big. I'm going to hire a tiller so I can get planting and growing soon. Should I dig out the big docks before I till? And what about the smaller ones? Would it be okay just to plough them in? I'm trying to get going with the growing season upon us.
1: Right, and you're starting at the perfect time of year. So, first of all, I would dig out the larger. Docks, they have a taproot like a parsnip. And if you start cultivating and digging, you're spreading that problem around the garden every time you cut the root. So dig out the larger docks. Now, you can use the no-dig system for both situations, Pat. And no-dig is where you simply trim back any vegetation, any weeds that are there at the moment. You cover with black polythene silage cover. You simply exclude the light by putting down the black polythene cover put a couple of tires or uh, timbers on top exclude the light for a six month period and that will eradicate any weeds that are there they'll germinate in under the black polythene and simply die away and you can simply then add your compost or growing matter on top of that and start planting so have a look at that on google the no dig system it's a really really good way of growing a wide range of not just wildflowers but also uh, vegetables as well
0: I've a 20-plus-year-old Daphne Bolua Jacqueline Postel, which is now suckering freely. When can I lift and replant the suckers? It's notoriously difficult. Any hints or tips?
1: Oh, what a beautiful plant, path! This is Jacqueline Postel, uh, one of the Daphnies. It's actually in full flower at the moment, and it's a beautifully heavenly scent with pink flowers. It does produce little growths right at the base. You can simply cut those off at the main stem with a sharp knife or a trowel, lift them at this time of year, and replant them into pots and containers for planting out later on in May and June. So give them a couple of Of months in pots and containers to establish a good root structure and then replant. But it's a beautiful plant. It naturally produces these suckers and you can propagate uh, the Daphne from those.
0: And a final one. I have a young rose grown from a cutting last July indoors in a pot. I found three vine weevil in the pot a few weeks ago. Would I need to do something about the larvae or is it the wrong time of year?
1: No, I would. So simply, so these are the vine weevil. They're small white maggots that literally eat the root structure. They're feeding there since probably last September, October. Take the rose out of its pot, shake off all the compost, even run it under a tap so it's thoroughly clean and simply repot again. Get rid of the vine weevil because they're going to continue to damage the rose. And that rose should be planted out of doors any time from about the first week of May. And it should come into flower this year.
0: Porik, thank you very much for all your advice.